With all the information out there today on Google, social media, what's being taught through self-help books, and even from the pulpit, it can be difficult to know what the truth is. What really works to solve our problems and who has the answers to help us with the challenges that we face. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you where you can find absolute truth and wisdom to guide you through all the struggles and trials that come your way in this crazy adventure called life. Welcome to the Faith Lived Out podcast. Are you wanting to do life God's way but are unsure how or what that even looks like? Do you sometimes fear that you're doing this whole wife and mom thing all wrong and want to know how to do it right? Or do you want to stop worrying all the time and learn how to truly put your faith and trust in the Lord? Hey girl, I'm Nancy Adamson, wife, mom, and Grammy to seven sweet babies, Bible study teacher, speaker, and women's ministry leader. I see you and I get you because I've been there, and I'm here to share with you what God has taught me on how to find biblical answers to life's challenging questions in His Word, to know what His promises are for you, how to apply them to your life, and to put the cares and concerns that are on your heart safely in the Father's hands. So if you're ready to learn how to live out your faith every day, and follow the amazing plan that God has for you, grab your coffee, pull up a chair next to mine, and let's get started. So where do we find true wisdom? The kind of wisdom that we can be confident in. One that answers today's questions, that helps us with our circumstances, that we can really trust is going to work to solve our problems. Well, ladies, I'm here to tell you that the answers that you're looking for, that one true source for guidance in whatever it is that you are facing today, can be found in the Word of God. It is all right there in your Bible. It truly is sharper than any two-edged sword and able to divide the joint from the marrow and to even change the hardest of hearts. Now, I know what some of you might be thinking, like, is it really relevant for today? It was written a long time ago, and it's not really up with the times. Or it may be that, you know, the Bible teaches us how to love one another, right from wrong, how to be a child of God. But can it really help me to fix the problems in my marriage? How to deal with a stubborn child? Can it help me to make a decision on what job to take? Or whether I stay home with the kids or go back to work? Where are those answers in the Bible? Well, I had some of the very same questions and the same thoughts as you. But as I have studied his word, I have found that there is plenty in it for today. As a matter of fact, it all applies to today. And there are answers in there that guide us with our big problems as well as our everyday decisions. As you listen to this podcast, you will learn how to find these answers, but it can't be done in one episode. What I think is important to establish first is the sufficiency of God's Word. We don't need the latest self-help book or some new philosophy on how to raise our kids. The Word of God has it all because it was written by the one who created it all. I mean, think about it for a minute. In the very beginning in Genesis, we read that God created everything, man, woman, family life, work life, the world then he is the one who knows how it's all supposed to work. 
how he planned for us to live in this world that he created and with each other. He is the expert. I had someone come to the door one day and they were trying to tell me that with the modern technology and how information moves quickly and how things have changed in our world and how prevalent sin is today, that the Bible wasn't enough anymore and that there were people in his church who are modern day disciples and they hear directly from God. Well, my first thought was um, Ecclesiastes 1.9 tells us that God knows the beginning to the end and there is nothing new under the sun. So the fact that we have new technology and things in the world that have changed doesn't really matter. Besides, God is sovereign. So there's nothing that changes in this world that he has not ordained. My second thought was, dude, have you read the Bible about Sodom and Gomorrah? That is the most perverse and awful accounts in scripture. The sin happening in biblical times was just as bad as what we see today. They were trying to say that some parts of God's word is still relevant, but then there are some parts that are not. And we hear that in other places as well, even from our church leaders and pastors who want to fit in and be accepted by society. So they set aside some of the absolute truths that are in the Bible. But I would ask, who decides which parts are no longer relevant? We are not God. We do not have the mind of God. Who are we to try and do this? And why would we give in to society's pressures? Another thought is this. As believers, we trusted God and in his word for our salvation. We believe the portion of scripture that told us that if we believe in our hearts and confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead, we would be saved. Why not also trust him to guide our lives? Why not go to our Heavenly Father for wisdom and direction for your life and for your family? In Psalms 119, 7-11, it tells us this about the Word of God. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them your servant is warned, and in keeping them there is great reward. So let's take a look at what does this really mean for our daily lives? Well, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. So this is telling us that his law is flawless. It's complete. It's not lacking in anything. It is all that we need. The word of the Lord is able to change hearts. It's able to put marriages back together and families back together. His word also provides wisdom to those who truly seek it those who are willing to set their own thoughts aside and trust in what God's word teaches us about life and godliness. It can be fully depended on making us wise unto salvation and righteousness. Following his word produces joy. It shows the right way to handle situations, to deal with others and how to live righteously. Following the precepts of the Lord brings us great joy that cannot be found anywhere else. It is pure and it is true. 
meaning that there are no impurities in God's word. There's nothing that we need to be cautious of. We can freely believe and trust in everything that is written in the word of God. It's not someone's version of the truth or their opinion of what they think might be true, but the absolute truth from the one who created it all. As we study the scriptures, his word enlightens us to the truth, making us better able to discern what we hear from others. Take, for instance, what I told you about the people who came to my door telling me about the modern day disciples. I knew that this wasn't from God because his word tells us not to add or take away one jot or tittle, meaning one stroke of the pen from his word, and warns us about false prophets. So his word is also to be desired more than fine gold. Knowing his word should be a priority in our lives, reading it, studying it, and being in prayer with our heavenly father. And I get it. We get busy with life and we're busy moms and we're busy wives and the enemy will come in and will tell us that we don't have time and he doesn't really want to hear from us anyway and his truths aren't really going to work. But that's because the enemy wants us in chaos. But God wants us to seek him by reading his word. And when we do this, then we find the answers to our questions and he brings us comfort and peace that is beyond understanding. And then it tells us that moreover by them, your servant is warned, warned of where following the world and its desires will lead us, warned of our enemy, the devil, his tactics, and how he seeks to lead us astray and to devour us. We are given instruction of the path that leads to righteousness and warned of the one that leads to destruction. And in keeping them, there is great reward. As we follow his word and keep his commandments, we are blessed beyond measure, and he gives us hope. In Romans 15, 4, it says, For whatever was previously written was written for our instruction, so that through perseverance and encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Ladies, if you are looking for hope in your life, wisdom to deal with the struggles that you are facing, help in working on your marriage, raising your kids, or just dealing with everyday stress. God's word is the one place to find the answers and the direction that you are looking for. All right then, so how do we live this out? Because that's what it's all about, right? Living out our faith and changing our lives. So what we need to do is we need to be in the word. We need to be reading it and soaking it in and learning to trust in it. We need to see God's word for what it truly is, that it is everlasting, never outdated. It is always relevant in our lives. It is the truth to guide us and for us to learn from and to grow in the knowledge of Christ. It gives us wisdom to face life's challenges. It is a letter from your heavenly father directly to his children. And it is the foundation of where we find absolute truth, comfort, and hope. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to make a commitment to yourself and to the Lord to begin to have time spent with him every day. Pray, Lord, help me to be able to have time spent with you. Take some time each day to read the word of God. <clears throat> Even if it's only for, you know, like one or two verses or to five or 10 minutes, 
Um, Be ready with something every day to read from him. Maybe it's the daily bread, but something. And then also just be in prayer for a few minutes every day, just to be just in tune with God and in touch with him. I realize that we are busy wives and moms and there's a lot of stuff going on. So be ready and know that the next episode will have tips for how to find time with God and give you some ideas of what this time with the Father might look like. So be sure to listen in to the next episode. For now, head on over to the Faith Lived Out community page that's on Facebook and let me know what it is that you're going to be committing to do. What is your time with the Lord going to look like? And then this way I can come alongside you and pray with you because I know the enemy is going to try to distract you and discourage you. So I want to come alongside and pray with you about this time. Before I go, I want to leave you with this verse. It's from Psalms 1830. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much, Lord, for your word. I thank you for its truth. I thank you for its guidance. I thank you that no matter what happens in my life, no matter what happens in this world and our society, Lord, that it is still the truth. It is still what we can count on and come to and rely upon to be able to change our lives, to make us more like you, and to bring that strength and hope and joy that you want to bring to us, Lord. Lord, I lift up each and every single lady who is listening, Lord. I pray that if they do not have a quiet time with you regularly right now, that you will encourage them. You will help them, Lord, to be able to find the time to be able to sit with you, even if it's only for five or 10 minutes a day, but just to find that time to sit with you and to touch base with you, Lord, and to pray with you. And Lord, I pray that you would keep the enemy away that you would not allow the distractions to come, Lord, but that you would help them to stay faithful to you and to read your word. And I ask this in your precious heavenly name, Lord. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. I pray that God has used this episode to bless and inspire you to live out your faith in him. If it has, please do me a huge favor by leaving a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know if you like the show and you will be helping others to find this podcast and be lifted up by the Word of God. Is there someone who came to mind while you were listening today and you said, ooh, she needs to hear this? Well, then send her the link so she can be encouraged too. Are you in the Dallas area and looking for a fresh new speaker to add excitement to your next luncheon, women's retreat, or other women's event? then drop me a note at nancy at faithlivedout.com and let's chat about it. That's nancy, N-A-N-C-I, at faithlivedout.com. I would love to come and meet with you and the ladies in your group. You're also welcome to visit the website at faithlivedout.com for more information, blog posts, journaling ideas, and free printables. Or become a part of our little community of believers by joining the Faith Lived Out community group on Facebook, where you can join together with other faith-led wives and moms just like you. Links to these areas and the scripture references used in today's episode are in the show notes. Ladies, thank you again for listening today. 
and know that I am praying for God to be with you as you learn to trust in Him more and to live out your faith every day. God bless you and see you on the next episode.